What's up? It's Lisa Denae. You're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. My name is Jordan Bren, and I'm a singer-songwriter. And fun fact about myself, maybe that I'm from Nashville, which is pretty convenient as a singer-songwriter, but I moved to Texas for college. Oh, where do you go to school? I go to TCU. Oh, okay. How do you like it? <laughs> I love it. It's great. Yeah. I just always think it's so ironic that I literally left Nashville to yeah. be here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That is interesting. What was there like something that call, called you like to Texas? I would say my brother is also here at school. So okay. that's, I just knew it'd be fun to have him here, but um, I just really liked TCU. It's a great school. Yeah. And what's your major? I'm a biology major. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't have any big dreams for that, but very you find it really interesting so yeah yeah I, want to I think learn it's more interesting about it. yeah yes but music <laughs> is definitely the career path that we're, we're shooting for at this point my name is Thomas Doolin and I'm a music producer and engineer uh, in Nashville and a fun fact about me that probably not a lot of people know is that I have gotten really into golf uh, oh. over the pandemic and <laughs> Yeah, so I, I love to play golf now, which is something that I never thought I would do. Yeah. <laughs> and when I, tell my, when I have told my friends about it, they're surprised and they're like, that sounds really boring, but it's not. It's really fun. <laughs> but made you want to give it a try? Uh, I think just being cooped up in the house, yeah. like during the beginning of, of things, I was like, I just want to go outside. And so I took a lesson just for fun and Oh, okay. It ended up being like really fun. Like yeah. once I kind of knew what I was doing. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. My dad always tried to get me to play golf with him when I was younger, but it definitely did not work out. <laughs> for <him>. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan's dad played. Jordan, do you ever play oh, really? with your dad? I have never, no. I would be so no? bad at that. 
I think yeah. I have gone to the driving range and it was disastrous. So yeah, that's a no for me. Yeah, I can do mini golf. I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of fun. Thomas, yeah, you were playing mini golf last time I came into the studio. Oh, yeah, I was putting in the studio. <laughs> in the studio? <laughs> yeah, just I was just like, yeah. Just, oh, I, oh. I had a putter sitting around. In the, oh, gotcha. In the <laughs> Today's episode of Soundscrub, we are going to be talking about I Hate Loving You by Jordan Brin, and everyone is going to know what kind of lyricist you are because it's really impressive, I would say. Yeah, I just, when this came across my inbox, I was just really, really blown away by your songwriting ability, and I really want to learn more about that in this episode. So let's start with that. Um, What is this song about and what inspired you to write it? Yeah. Um, Well, first of all, thank you. Storytelling and like lyricism is just my favorite part of Mm -hmm. writing. So it's just exciting to hear that. But so I wrote this song this summer and I think I kind of all my songs Sometimes I'll write it in a day. Sometimes it'll take months. Mm-hmm. But this song I think I wrote in like a week or two span because I was at a discipleship camp this summer. So I was working a full-time job. And so I like just did not have a lot of time. But I would have like one or two hours of free time a day. So I would always just go on the balcony, start writing. And so I think just like this summer, being in a place of growing a lot and healing a lot, but... I think this song really just covers the frustration of like loving someone despite the fact that you don't want to, or despite the fact that they don't really give you any reasons to, which I think is literally a line in the song, but Mm -hmm. yeah. And so I think just caring for someone when like you just don't, like you can't get rid of those feelings and not having control over them, I'd say. Did you have someone in particular when you were (laughs) writing the song (laughs) that's always the question (laughs) yes for sure I I go back and forth between writing from like I think I always take some amount of personal experience Mm -hmm. first and there's always elaboration and building on that but yeah for sure and just yeah I think I really enjoy being honest in my songs and I think like songwriting is a way that I'm honest with myself too so for sure yeah and Again, like I just, I really enjoyed the storytelling aspect of this. Not a lot of artists do it nowadays. So when did you start writing and and how did you kind of decide like, this is, this is what I enjoy about songs and this is what I want to bring into my art? I think I started writing when I was like 10 or 11. And I mean, I, I would just say my biggest music, musical influence is most definitely Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. And so I think that w- the one thing, not the one thing, but one of the many things she does really, really well is storytelling. Yeah. And so I think growing up listening to her music, I was just always so impressed by that. And I wanted to emulate that in my writing. And I think I also just really enjoyed that, you know, no matter how many details she included, I mean, the details were helping her form this story and convey the exact same feelings that like I was feeling or someone else was feeling. And so I think just as I grew as a writer, I realized how important like being honest in songs and truth was in songs. And I, I just really, really enjoy when I listen to music and I know exactly what feeling they're talking about. And so I think that's something that I've really enjoyed trying to do in songs is like, how can I 
fully capture this feeling and put it into music. Yeah, no, that's really honorable. And, and especially nowadays, like there's so much pressure Mm -hmm. trying to like conform to like certain trends and stuff. And, and so I love that you are so strong and willed to stay in your lane. Did you ever feel though, that pressure to like try to, you know, make it a little more simplified, I guess, if that's yes, right, yeah, looking for. <laughs> yeah, because I think a lot of, especially because a lot of my music is pop music. Yeah. And that's also what I listen to. And I think, I think a lot of pop music, like you kind of said, can be simplified. And that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I really enjoy all those songs too. But I, again, my favorite part is like the lyricism and the storytelling, which I think yeah. is easy to be lost with the pop sound. Yeah, so I'd say I definitely felt that pressure, especially a lot of my songs that I write are very ballady and slow. Mm-hmm. And I I love writing upbeat songs, but it's not my my first go-to, my first tendency. Yeah. So I think I think there's a healthy balance that I'm learning to reach of like writing upbeat commercial songs, but also really indulging myself in the fact that I think that I get to showcase like lyricism and storytelling better in slower songs. What was your process like piecing this one together? Did you just write the lyrics down first or were you kind of riffing on, you know, an acoustic guitar? Or were you just humming a melody mm-hmm. in your head? Yeah, um, usually, and it was as it is true for this song, I kind of just sit down with my guitar and I usually just start with a phrase, an idea, a feeling, and I'll write a line or two by itself. And then it just kind of goes from there. I never, I never usually just write lyrics or just do melody first. It kind of just happens at the same time. And then I think I, I think I knocked out like the first verse and chorus in a day and then had to revisit a different day. And yeah, so I think it was just a kind of a week or two process of finding time to piece it together. But that's kind of what that looked like. And did you already know kind of what instruments you wanted to bring in to this full production? I did not. I, so I've recorded some demos before, but I've never actually recorded something professionally or had a whole band come in. So the recording process was, was so cool to be a part of and just like get to watch Thomas, my producer, do all that and like put so much thought into those decisions too. Oh, wow. So I wrote this song on guitar. Yeah. So it's, it's been very exciting. (laughs) But oh my gosh, I yeah, I would. Oh, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> oh, no, go, go ahead. You're good. No, I was just going to say I would have never known. So this was your first um, kind of like full product, full, pro- fully produced song. Yes. Besides, I released one single before this. But yeah, this summer I got to record five of them. And so, yeah, oh. it's been a really, really neat experience. And I learned so much through that. But and so much from like Thomas getting to watch him piece everything together. Mm-hmm. But I wrote the song on guitar. And so obviously I knew I wanted guitar to be like the main focus instrument. And yeah. I think the like the strumming pattern and just how it all laid out ended up really capturing the very, I think like weak and broken down feelings that the song expresses. And so I think the instruments like reflect that really well. And so it was really cool seeing that brought to life. Yeah. Wow. You're, um, yeah, I would have never guessed that your voice is very mature. Like it's, yeah, it's very mature. And I just really loved the, like, 
vocal direction that you took it. It's very like intimate. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. yeah, to me, I, I, I guess I, I really thought that you had a lot of like experience in the studio. So that's like really amazing to me. Well, thank you. I, yeah, I guess that's hopefully a good thing. <laughs> no, no, it's a great thing to have. I mean, a lot of the times, you know, when you're first starting out as an artist in the studio, I feel like, you know, it can be extremely intimidating and you may not know how to emote, you know, your vocals, like, you know, with the studio mic, it's very different. So yeah, I just, I, I really enjoyed the song overall and every single touch on it. So, um, yeah, I just, I would have known, I would have never known if you wouldn't have told me that. (laughs) Well, thank you. What is your favorite lyric line in this song? Oh, goodness. I literally have the lyrics pulled up and I'm looking at them. (laughs) Honestly, I would say I really like the first two lines where I say, I feel small in your presence and a little insecure. I think, I think there's a lot of ways in songwriting, kind of like I was talking about before, that you can use a lot of details and a lot of pieces of the story to convey your emotions. And I think in this song, I like really, really focused on straight up just saying my feelings. (laughs) And um, I really enjoyed that. And I think I just really got to capture the depth of what I was feeling just in those first two lines of um, saying, I feel small in your presence, I think is one of the most inferior feelings you can feel is to just be in someone's presence and, you know, feel diminished by that. And then after that, saying a little insecure, just kind of trying to play it off, I think shows how badly we can like want something in love, but just like go against our instincts simply because we want to be in love. So I think I really like those first two lines of kind of the irony of like going all in and being so honest in that first line and then pulling back and just, you know, I'm just a little insecure. You know, I think I really, really like those first lines. Yeah. No, I, I remember thinking that as well. I was like, oh, these are really <laughs> strong. <laughs> well, I do want to talk more about the production of this song. So when did, or how, let's start with how you got connected with Thomas. I got connected through Thomas. So again, my dad's a huge golfer. And oh, so okay. I think he, yeah, I think he just knows, who did he know, Thomas, that, you're working with I think just Drew okay yeah I think he knew through through Drew and yeah so we don't have a lot of my family and I don't have a lot of music connections in Nashville Mm. but my dad does golf a lot so that has been helpful (laughs) yeah so her her dad plays golf with Drew Holcomb who is an artist that I tour with and uh, have recorded and stuff before and so Drew was talking to me one day and he was like hey um, a friend of mine has this daughter. She's a really talented songwriter. Would you like be interested in talking with her? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, I'm always down to meet, you know, young artists and stuff. And so her dad, I guess Drew gave your dad my info and he just emailed me. Mm-hmm. We met and yeah, we just kind of like, it was, it was easy. Like your songs were good. And so I was like, yeah, let's do this. This would be awesome. Yeah. We were talking a little bit about, Jordan's like songwriting process and and so with these you know starting out with acoustic and then wanting to know like she did want that in the forefront of the production so Thomas when you were kind of deciding in for this particular song like what 
other instruments to, you know, throw into the mix. Was it kind of easy for you to help her navigate through that process? Yeah, I feel like it came together pretty organically. And Jordan, please correct me if I'm remembering any of this wrong. But I feel like early on in the pre-production process, we were just sort of like, uh, uh, Jordan already had sort of like an acoustic pattern that, mm-hmm. that she was playing, like a, a way she was playing the song. And it was sort of mm-hmm. like almost bouncy, just kind of like very, yeah, yeah, sort of like repetitive in a mm-hmm. really compelling way. And I think I picked up a guitar and tried to mimic that just because of the way like I, every person, you know, picks up a guitar and plays a little differently. Like I picked it up and um, changed it slightly, I think. But we, Jordan, did we change the chords or or did they change, or was it the same as you had it when you came in? I don't think we changed the chords, but like the uh, picking pattern you were doing, you did change it because I was doing something really simple. Yeah. And and you did something that made it way better, but you changed it somehow. And so it sounds different. I can't even play it now. I'm you sorry just made about it better. <laughs> oh, no, it's way better. But yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I would agree that. I was just sort of trying to do what you were doing, but it was, it was whatever felt natural to me. Mm-hmm. And then I think we both just sort of organically were thinking about what else should we add? And it felt it felt like it just wanted to have piano and be mm-hmm. overall like pretty simple yeah. Um, yeah, and kind of emotional. And yeah, I, I felt like it pretty came together pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's like this subtle, um, it's, I don't know if it's a riser or really what it is, but it's, it goes right into the bridge and even like that kind of element being in there out of nowhere I felt like really worked and even just the whole ringing at the end like how you guys ended the song there's I think it there's an instrument that's like ringing out that Mm. I really appreciated and and just thought it was a great production choice I don't know I I was telling Jordan earlier that you know a lot of it's always such a breath of fresh air when I get to hear songs that I wouldn't normally hear nowadays like everyone's like kind of you know sticking to like a music trend and whatnot so I just really appreciated every decision that was made in this production that I felt went really well with what she was trying to say in the lyrics and then even like the melody that she brought to the table did you guys change anything while you guys were recording this Jordan, I don't, I don't think we did. Do you remember changing? I don't, I don't think we kept it okay. pretty. I think it, everything was the same except obviously like the guitar strumming or whatever. Mm-hmm. But and then there was that one line going into the chorus: "The I hate how I take your crude opinions as mine so easily." That as 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 a writer, I have this tendency to write a lot of words in a song, and mm-hmm. half the time I can't even get them out when I'm singing. So I do think I had some extra words thrown in that line, and. Thomas, I think I think we had to have the conversation that that's a lot of words, and we changed something there <laughs> to make it better. But otherwise, I think everything um, ended up pretty much the same. That was something early on that I recognized in in your music. <laughs> there's a lot of words happening, and I was I was listening, and there were a few that 
I wasn't catching. So I would sometimes have yeah. to ask you like, wait, what are you saying right there? Cause I feel like you're, you're talking really fast or you're singing. <laughs> and so there would be a few times where we were like, okay, what, what can we cut to still get the point across of this line? But there were other times where over time, like I, I kind of started to love that about your style. Like that's part of what mm -hmm. you do is like, mm -hmm. you know, you, you are really expressive and you have a lot, there's a lot to the story and it feels like sometimes it feels like I don't want to, I don't want to get rid of any of this cause it's kind of like what you're doing is cool. So, right. um, yeah, maybe, maybe we did make uh, one little cut. <laughs> well, I also learned that this was Jordan's like first experience in the studio. So how was that for you, Thomas? Uh, great. It was, <laughs> it was not my first time, but yeah, <laughs> I love working with people who it's their first time in the studio because, and I, I'm curious, Jordan, if this was your experience, but I don't, I don't think we've yeah. really talked about this, but usually I feel like they are just in like in awe of how quickly things come together, especially mm -hmm. the, the way that I like to record is usually with a full band in a room together, at least at the beginning, like drums, bass, guitar, all together trying to like figure out what the basis of the song is. Mm -hmm. And that can, if you're used to just hearing your song as a demo, just with like you and an acoustic guitar, when you bring a band in, it makes your song develop sort of in front of your eyes in a way that you've never heard it, heard it before. Mm -hmm. And if you've never really worked in the studio before, that feeling is like so fun to watch because after you, I think after you do a few records, you kind of know that you're like, Oh, you know, the band's going to come in and this is going to develop really quickly. But the first time you do a project, seeing an artist like Jordan have that happen before them mm -hmm. uh, is like really exciting. Did, did you feel that way, Jordan? Was it kind of like, Whoa, this is yeah. crazy. <laughs> For sure. It really was crazy. I mean, one day we were doing demos and the next you brought in a whole band and within like 24 hours, it sounded like an actual song. And again, for someone who's been writing for a really long time and it's just been like, just been doing little voice memos on my phone. Mm -hmm. It was, it really was crazy to like see it as a full band. And yeah, I think Thomas also just did a good job of, of navigating that of, yeah. I, I just remember you always asking, okay, do you like this? And I was like, yes, keep going. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. And, and, uh, Jordan like has a natural ability, you know, she sings great. She plays mm -hmm. like her songs are great. Like all her ideas are great. So it, it's not always like that. And that's not always bad, but sometimes I work with artists that we disagree a lot mm -hmm. and it's like, well, that wasn't really kind of what I, the vision I had, what if we changed it? And that works out sometimes for the, for the better because we're really challenging one another. But right. with Jordan, it was kind of like, Hey, here's what I'm hearing. What would you think if, you know, if I play the guitar like this, for example, mm -hmm. and it felt like every step of the way she was like, yeah, I love that. And so, <laughs> um, in a lot of ways it was, it was kind of an easy production cause it was just kind of like everything we tried worked and yeah. we just mm -hmm. followed our instincts. Yeah. 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 No, I was telling her too earlier, like, the vocal delivery that she gave for this song in particular, like I was blown away. Like it's super intimate and, and yeah, knowing that it's her first time, 
in the studio is crazy to me because not all artists can deliver vocals like that for their first time in the studio. Like there's just a yeah. huge difference, you know? So. Yeah. You kind of went there. Like I, I was believing you as you were singing, Jordan, it was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, your, your delivery totally fit the vibe of the, of the lyric and you did a great job. Yeah. Thanks. I love it. Yeah. I definitely did like just how it came out. And I think, I mean, my goal was to kind of, it sound broken and weak and mm -hmm. intimate. And so I'm glad that that was able to kind of come through on the recording. Yeah. What is your favorite production element in this song? Ooh, I think me, it's, I don't even know what you would call it, but whatever the drums ended up being, I think, I mean, definitely the song needed something to push it along and it mm -hmm. just not be me and the guitar. But I also love that the drums were not really big. They weren't distracting. I think it just like pushed along the song in a really nice way. Yeah. But it was also so soft. And I, I loved that. Yeah, the drums were amazing because we we sort of built this sort of in sections. Like the, we had the drummer essentially play a pass that was like, just kind of brushes on the snare, not really doing much. And then we did a pass that was kind of like mallets with towels. And then we did a pass, we, we did, we ended up building like six or eight different sort of passes of him doing different things. And then I remember I just had to go in and like almost building like a cinematic kind of percussion section out of everything he did. And, um, mm -hmm. and that like that riser thing you mentioned, that was like just a pass of just cymbal swells mallet oh, okay. and stuff like that so yeah it was like a really unique sort of drum percussion approach but I, I yeah i think it turned out really cool my favorite element i think is the piano because mm -hmm. i don't normally play on stuff <laughs> producing but i did on this um and i didn't think i could do it but i did and i actually was really happy with the way <laughs> i played really proud of the piano part um and some of my friends are amazing keyboard players and they would probably be like yeah like it's a pretty simple part dude but uh, <laughs> for me it's like you're, the, you're like yeah I'm it was like really me. challenging for me um, and so i remember listening back to it after we were done and i was showing my wife and i was like babe i played piano in this it's pretty good right like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh i love it i love it well, is there anything else about this song, the writing, the production, or recording process that we may not have talked about that you guys would like to share? I don't really think so. I mean, yeah, I just, it was a really fun writing process, and it was also really, really cool to see it mm -hmm. get brought to life in the studio, and yet it still kept the very, I think, simplistic and just like soft ballad sound, which I really, really liked. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad this one made it on your EP because we had so many to choose from. I don't know if you guys mm -hmm. talked about that, but like, yeah, I think you came to me with like 40 songs or something. <laughs> and oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I think we had a, I think we had a day, a full day of like yes. listening through and trying to Just choose like which 35 yeah. of these. You know, <laughs> so hard, but... Uh, yeah, I remember I, this one was just like, was this one always a yes for us, Jordan? I think that it was, yeah. Because I think we knew we were going to pick just one or two slow songs. And I think the other one was kind of iffy if we were going to do it or not. But this is the one that we were really set on. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was in the yes column really early. I'm, I'm glad it. I'm glad it. Uh, I'm glad you wrote it. Me too. I think it's also really cool that this one and the other single I released, I wrote within one or two months of recording it, which is weird. That yeah. I mean, I guess it, I guess it's not odd because writing gets better over time. But that was exciting that yeah. there were ones that I just wrote and got to see them produced like so quickly after writing it. Well, I do want to also just commend you, Thomas. Like, it's hard sometimes for artists to put trust into a producer and find someone that will, you know, really capture what the artist is envisioning. And it just really seems like both of you guys work really well together and kind of have a very similar vision as to, you know, how to, yeah, how to bring Jordan's songs to life. And I just think it's really nice that, you know, that you guys we're able to connect and and there's like that respect and that trust Thanks. already. Yeah, I've always said like I don't I don't envy artists who have to trust producers, especially like ones that they don't know very well or if it's, you know, one of their first times being in the studio because it is really daunting mm-hmm. and like you have this art and and like Jordan, you may have songs that you wrote a long time ago that you're really happy with <laughs> and with and you're sort of having to trust this person to like not yeah. screw that up. And uh, so I don't take yeah. that lightly. I, I, I'm really grateful that, that she trusted me. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's a huge, that's a huge thing to be um, proud of for you, Jordan, is that you did trust mm-hmm. me. Cause a lot of times mm-hmm. artists will hire a producer that they trust. And then they, when it gets time to like trust them, they actually won't, they'll doubt. <laughs> yep. And it's like, yep. Um, so that's a two part process. It's like hire a producer you trust is step one, but then step two is actually trust your producer. Um, And you did, but, and, and it wasn't like blind faith, you know, like you were definitely Mm -hmm. like, Hey, I want to make sure this is like, we keep this, the tone of like, you know, the vision. And and we, we had all those conversations. Yeah. I felt like I was just trying to honor the, the sound that you had in your head and the emotion that you were trying to convey. Um, that's it's I'm glad to hear that 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 is um come through in the recording yeah and it was a really cool learning experience for me too and I mean Thomas I think you said it well of just like learning to trust my producer even though I think we had just met like that earlier that summer but I do remember times where you'd be you were so good at being like respectful of the art of like hey this is Mm -hmm. your song and these are my suggestions and I think that was such a good just just learning process of maybe at first not knowing how it was going to turn out. And then a guy, you think you mentioned one of my songs that I had been playing for like three or four years, one way we ended up changing. And for the first maybe day I was like, is this, is, am I going to like this? And then it took 24 hours and I was, I was set. I was like, this is great. You know, <laughs> which I think speaks to the fact that your suggestion made it so much better that after one day, I already loved it so much more even though I had been playing it one way for three or four years, you know? So definitely I feel like has given me a lot of insight and excitement of, I think I kind of mentioned this, but now when I'm writing, I'll write something and kind of be like, you know what? Thomas can, can make this a little better with production. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I think, I think collaborating is like the best part of music and, and, you know, I think there are some people who have this insane like ability to write and produce themselves and record themselves and sort of 
lock themselves away and do everything with just one person. I'm definitely not that way. Like I need other creative people giving me feedback and inspiring me constantly. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's like my favorite part of the process is um, when somebody like Jordan comes along and they're like, Hey, I have this song. I don't really know about the bridge, you know, or whatever, where it's (laughs) like, I feel like this is 90% done. What can we do? Um, Mm -hmm. And then I might have some ideas about how to change it or help finish it. That's I think what my, strong suit is but yeah overall like it wouldn't exist you know without the song in the first place so great work yep. jordan yeah. <laughs> and with that jordan can you tell everyone where they can download and stream i hate loving you and where they can follow you on social media you can download and stream i hate loving you on any platform wherever you listen to music so spotify apple music amazon literally anywhere and you can find me on Instagram at Jordan Burr Music. And that's the same thing for TikTok. And Thomas, can you tell everyone where they can follow you on social media? Uh, yeah, I have an Instagram. It's just my name, Thomas Doolin. Uh, I don't have a TikTok. Uh, I don't know if I will. Probably, <laughs> I hope I don't have Please to. Please do. <laughs> my wife's in lots of funny TikToks, so that's kind of my uh, source of TikTok. But. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on my show. And I loved, loved learning about how this song came together. And I can't wait to hear more. Thanks Thanks so much for doing this. This is so fun. You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms or check out SoundScrub Presents Featured Sounds playlist on Spotify. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, and many more at Lisa Denae or at Lisa Denae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would love to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.